Welcome back to Bible Speaks Truth. I am Jesse, and once again, I am the one that has taken this journey. So tonight, I was reading through Peter, amongst some other things. But what caught my eye was Peter 3, chapter 13, or excuse me, verse 13 through 22, and uh, Peter 4, verses 12 through 19. So I'll, I'll read through both of them. They carry similar context. Um, one is about suffering for doing good, and the other is about suffering for being a Christian. And then I'll uh, recap at the end. So first, Peter 3, chapter thir- or excuse me, verse 13 through 22. Now who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will, will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good, if that is what God wants, than to suffer for doing wrong. Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison. Those who disobeyed God long, uh, long ago, when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat, only eight people were saved from drowning in the terrible flood. And that water is a picture of baptism, which now saves you, not by removing dirt from your body, but as a response to God from a clean conscience. It is effective because the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place to on, uh, place of honor next to God. And all the angels and authorities and powers accept his authority. Now Peter uh, 4 verses 12 through 19. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through, as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad, for those trials make you partners with Christ and his suffering, so that you will have wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. So be happy when you are insulted for being a Christian. For then the glorious spirit of, spirit of God rests upon you. If you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being Christian. 
Praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. For the time has come for judgment, and it must begin with God's household. And if judgment begins with us, what terrible fate awaits those who have never obeyed God's good news? And also, if the righteous are barely saved, what will happen to the godless sinners? So if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right and trust your lives to God who created you, for he will never fail you. Well, the first thing that stands out to me is um, if somebody asks you why you're a believer, you've got to be humble and firm in the same way. Um, You cannot sway. You have to be confident in your decision to follow Christ. But you have to be humble enough to not turn people away from Christ. A lot of times if somebody's asking, it's because they see the good in you and they want what you have. And if you are arrogant about it or judgmental about it, then you've lost a chance to bring somebody uh, to follow Jesus. And that is the ultimate goal, is to get more and more people to follow his lead. I think the other thing that stands out to me is As time goes on and as we get closer to judgment, it's going to be harder and harder to be Christian. Um, And I think that we see a lot of this today. You know, what's strange is, for some reason, ever since I was a little kid, and I say little like eight, nine, something like that, uh... I have always had a strong feeling that the world was going to end in my lifetime. And when my wife and I were married 10 years ago, we decided at that point we were going to no longer prevent kids from coming into this world. We weren't going to actively try, but we weren't going to stop it from happening. And what we found was it took us almost four years to become pregnant. And after two years of not preventing, we we tried for almost two years to have a child. And I believe that a lot of the reason that we were unsuccessful early is because of my personal hesitation. And this is not something that I shared with her. Um, But internally, I was struggling with having children because I felt so strongly that the world was going to end in my lifetime that I didn't want to bring something into this world that I loved more than anything only to have them perish. And 
I think anybody that's a parent understands that thought process because losing your children is like the biggest fear that you have as a parent. And um, <clears throat> so with that said, I'm already seeing a lot of the signs that back up what I've always thought as a child or since uh, being a child. And the closer that we get to judgment, whether I'm right or wrong, I believe what this is saying is we are going to be crucified like Christ. And it doesn't necessarily mean in the literal term, but it means that our belief is going to be pushed more and more and more. And those who are non-believers, most likely those who are in power of this world are going to try to force us believers out of our faith because without losing Christ, we're not going to be able to survive in this world. And that's the thought that's going to be pushed. And if you look over time, God has been removed from schools. <clears throat> God is being removed from television. And it is becoming harder and harder to be someone of belief. And I think if you were to look at things 20, 30 years ago, it would be the opposite side, that if you didn't believe, then it was a harder life to live. But now, if you do believe, it's a harder life to live because more and more people are growing up in this cynical world where the elitists are pushing us away from faith. And it's just, uh, it's kind of scary times that we're in as, a, as somebody who believes in God. And basically what this is saying is you're going to suffer. You have to expect to suffer. But no matter what, stand firm in what God has for you on the other side. Because what he has for you is eternal life and love. And through those tough times, the tougher it gets, the closer you are to Christ. Because he himself went through all of that and then some. He was sinless. He was perfect. Yet he was crucified. So expect turbulation and trials as somebody who loves Christ.
So that's what has me thinking tonight. Just know that if it is ever brought up, and it will be, when the conversation happens, be firm in being a believer. Do not be ashamed. Do not be arrogant. But do not be afraid to speak for what you believe in. Do not be afraid to stand for that and expect to be laughed at, mocked, or even hated for it. It's just a part of where we're at as a society. I love anybody that uh, that is trying to go through these trials to be with Jesus. And I pray that nobody is swayed to the evil side because they're afraid to stand firm in what they believe. Thank you for listening. And I will be back at it again soon. Much love.